Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey, VV Nation, welcome to our YouTube channel. My name is Glenn, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest. What a week. Well, it's Friday, so it's our weekly market recap. What went on in the market and what did the VectorVest guidance tell you to keep you abreast of what was going on and how to currently trade or navigate the market's conditions? Let's get right into the homepage. The homepage of the VectorVest software is laid out to pretty much just help you along the way to understand what's going on in the market, we're going to pay attention to the color guard. The color guard now, over the last couple of days, have had more of an introduction of red lights, but still, the overarching color is yellow. Still tells you caution. As you look at this color guard from a guidance perspective, when you see a lot of yellow in the color guard, it's a good time to manage your existing trades, tighten stops, to make sure that if the market is rolling over, you're protected, you limit the losses, and you take some profits as well along the way. So currently, a lot more yellow, uh, actually, a more red coming in. Primary wave has now been down for two days. That's a red flag. That is the shortest, most aggressive timing indicator that we have. For those of you a little bit more aggressive, the primary wave down lets you know you shouldn't be buying stocks at this time. Now, if you've got some trades that you put on from an aggressive standpoint, tighten the stops, take those profits quickly, or limit the losses, make them small losses. Looking at the confirmed call, we're still in a confirmed down call, and that's the slowest, most conservative timing call that we had. Now, when I go to the market timing graph, I've made mention that I thought that this uptrend was not going to be long lasting, but... I couldn't ignore what the market was giving me. The market was giving us the opportunity to still make money in the market, and we took that opportunity. Coming off a level of support, the 3 and the 8 crossing, moving up, primary wave up, green lights in the color guard pricing column, everything was there for me to tell you that it was okay to buy stocks. But there were reasons why I stated that I was still saying that the market had more downside. Things like, the possibility of another rate hike. A lot of people think that the Fed is going to pause on the next rate hike. We don't know yet. I think that he let us know that the market is still resilient enough right now to be able to take on another rate hike. I still think we get one more rate hike before the year is out. A lot of people disagree with that, but we'll see. I ain't the, the Fed chief, so I'm not the guy to be able to tell you what's gonna happen. I'm just telling you on paper what I think is going to happen. Other reasons why I thought the market did not have longevity in this upturn. As we got the primary wave up, and I'm going to put that on the, on the graph. As we got the primary wave up, and that happened right after this level of bouncing off of support. Look at that. 3 and 8 crossed a couple of days later. What I was looking for is some follow-through in our market timing calls. The DEW, and I'm going to put that on, the DEW timing call never went up. That was not confirmation coming off that level of support. And the other thing that I thought about, I was like, you know, if I really want confirmation, let's wait for the DEW, but let's see if we can take out the three-month high on the VectorVest composite. 
The firm call is still in a down call as well. What else did I think? Oil, oil is rising and that's inflationary. As oil prices rise, so does a lot of other things. You know, trucks and planes and things that to get products all over the world, when oil prices rise, they have to raise their prices as well. So oil is inflationary. And if we're trying to stem off inflation by raising interest rates, if oil starts to rise, that gives me another reason why I don't think the Fed pauses, or maybe they do, but we still get one more raise before the end of the year. The China economy is not good. China is the biggest buyer of goods and services globally. As they go, the rest of the globe goes. So did you hear the story that China is, is banning the use of I, uh, iPhones at work? That's going to hurt Apple. I recently got out of my Apple trade. It hit my stop of 10% loss. And uh, watch NVIDIA as well. So those two stocks, I'm going to tell you to be very wary of right now, but I did get out of my Apple trade. I was in it because normally before their big announcement about the new product line, Apple historically goes up, but I think this China news is hurting them prior to that. So just keep your eyes on that. And uh, where am I at right now? Well, we've got a swing high here of 59.61. The market pulled back and just a couple of days ago, look at that. The primary wave not only went back down. Let's go put back on the primary wave. The primary wave not only went back down, but look at the three and the eight. The same day that the primary wave went down, the three exponential moving average crossed below the eight. Currently, taking what the market is giving me, we've got some more downside on the vector vest composite to the level of 57.41. So we have downside up to that level. I'm also looking at the MTI and the buy to sell ratio. Neither one of them at the levels where we're looking for a bottom yet, but the buy to sell ratio is at 0.29. When the buy to sell ratio gets to a level of 0.20, the market is starting to look for a bottom. And when the MTI or market timing indicator gets to a value of 0.60, the market is looking for a bottom. So this pullback, I think that we have some downside to the, again, to this level of 57.41. We'll see what goes on for there. So now let's look at the views. Let's talk about how we walked you through. If you're a VectorVest subscriber, I'm going to give you more insight on how to use the views. If you're not a VectorVest subscriber, I want to show you the power of the guidance that we give to you each and every day. Let's start off with the fifth because Monday we were closed on the fifth. Discouraging China, uh, Chinese economic data weighed on the market and Wall Street ended lower. Again, that's another reason why I think that the market has some more downside is because of the China, uh, Chinese economy. Prudent investors may buy stocks long only if the market is rising. Aggressive investors and traders should play the market as it develops. And we see what our one and five day derby winners did. All right. So that was on Tuesday. Let's go to Wednesday. As we go to Wednesday, there we go. Boom, the market wasn't rising. We finished with three red lights. The guidance was right on point. Primary wave turned down. Prudent investors should not buy stocks at this time. Aggressive investors and traders should play the market with a bias to the downside. Now, today is Thursday. I'm recording the video for tomorrow, which is Friday for me but you're gonna be getting this on Friday. So I don't have Thursday's data yet, but I can look at what's going on in the market today. This is today's market. Look at that, two days in a row, finishing lower. Not that we started higher and came down, 
we're going lower for the last two days in a row. So where does that put me? Let's go to the viewers tab. From the viewers tab, let's take a look at what the indices have done over the week. I took the date back to last Friday, 9-1, and let's do a quick test. We have the NASDAQ, the S&P, the Russell, and the Dow. Let's go see what they did over the last week so far. Down almost 2%. Every single one of the indices over the last week so far have gone down with the Russell, the lower dollar stocks, the more aggressive stocks, the riskier stocks going down the most. That tells me that people are getting out of the lower dollar stocks in a rampant pace because they're a little nervous about the market. So as I look, 1.93, what does that tell me with the market's condition the way it is right now? Where would I put you? I would put you looking at contra ETFs right now. Does that mean that the market's not going to go up tomorrow or next week? I'm not saying that. But given what the market is giving to me right now, the direction that I would have you on this last trading day of the week would be looking at contra ETFs. So I've presented to you some of the countries that I would want you to take a look at. They're big names, you know, looking at the small cap up 3.97% today. Socks, the semiconductors are getting beaten up, up 8.43%. These are contrarian to the moves of these indices. Large cap uh, bearish down uh, is actually up 1.42. The Q's up 2.86. And another reason why I thought that the market's uptrend was short-lived I am still holding my SQQ trade. And throughout all of this time as the market went up, it was still making me money, giving me some insight as to the longevity of that uptrend. And then the FANG stocks, uh, the contra for them is up 2.38%. And today again is Thursday going into Friday, but I'm looking at these. These look like good plays for the end of the week. So folks, that is the recap. I'm looking at unemployment. I'm looking at jobless claims are going down. So unemployment, even though jobless claims are going down, unemployment is up to 3.8%, still low. And I think that the Fed's looking at all of these different things, still thinking that the market is resilient enough to, to be able to hold on to another rate increase. Does it happen on the net on the next meeting? I'm not sure. I think that he should, if you're going to effectively try to go after that 2% um, goal, just do it. Just be like Nike, just do it. But again, that's my feeling. A lot of this is all insight to give you understanding of what's going on, to show you the power of the VectorVest system and the guidance that we give to keep you always on the right side of the market. We do the work, you reap the rewards. This is to give you a better understanding. Folks, again, I always ask the question, if this has been helpful to you, type the word helpful in there. If you're brand new to the VectorVest website or the VectorVest YouTube channel, and you're considering taking a subscription to the VectorVest system, all you have to do is go to www.vectorvest.com forward slash YT for YouTube, you can take advantage of a 30-day trial for 99 cents. If you're considering doing that as a brand new person to this channel, type the word considering. And from that point, what does it cost you? 99 cents for 30 days to get this kind of awesome guidance to keep you on the right side of the market.
Folks, with that, this video is over. I hope you have a great weekend. Tune in on Monday where I'll give you my top weekly picks going into the week. Until the next time, folks, see ya. Hey, VV Nation, did you know that there are seven deadly sins that could keep you from consistently making money in the market? If you would like to know more about those sins and if you are falling victim to any of them, it goes right now to www.vectorvest.com forward slash YT seven sins to get your free report. You don't want to miss out on this. So do that right now. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.